good you're good you go all right fuck welcome to season two episode 12 of a podcast with goat as always we got uh my co-host anthony maslin i'm jerboche and we have a motherfucking special we got a friend of of mine personally like when we were really little me and this this gentleman would hang out i slept at his house playing ncaa football games all night uh, he went to high school with Maslin and I. He was the most athletic diabetic you've ever met in your life. <laughs> type one. <laughs> type one. Type one. Type one. one. Type one. <laughs> we got uh, my friend and yours, Matt Barker. What's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Goat, you're looking great. Great mustache. Thank you. Solid yeah, mustache. So Barker's letting the cat hey. out of the bag. We're filming this in November. <laughs> Uh, and, that's right. Oh, look at that. It didn't take long, did it? Hey. <laughs> and also, also, if you're hearing this like on Spotify and you're listening audio, we have video now. So check us out on YouTube, video-wise. Yes, YouTube and, oh, I guess not Twitch because this is going to be recorded. Yeah, recorded. We're going to be twitching. Um, Barker, this is so cool. I, you, you actually downloaded one of the podcast interviews in Korea. So I Barker went to Korea, way back. Yeah. and I was like, oh my God, dude. Like I was first, I was like, who the fuck do I know in South Korea that's <laughs> listening to the podcast? And then I put one and one together that it was Barker and I messaged him and thanked him. And then, uh, well, you came home and here I am, came here home is. and Madison was like, Hey, I went out with Matt Barker tonight. And I was like, holy shit. And Maz was like, we got to have him on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. That was like the, one of the first things I said to you. Because like Korea to me is like <laughs> literally like it's so, one of the most fascinating places to me. Because I've always liked it because like, you know, and I'll let it out of the bag. Because I'm kind of a fucking, I'm kind of a nerd. And Matt knows that too. And like, that's like the oh, gaming sure. hub of the world. And like that, that I've always been interested in Korea and wanting to go there. So for sure. They're like the best game players hands down in the world and they seem to be just continuing to get better and getting you know and like even you even you you weren't much of a gamer when you went were you no not at all especially not pc like i was more of like a you know like drew said playing like ncaa football on xbox or something but then you go over there you get yourself stuck in one of those those pc cafes the pc bangs and all of a sudden you've you've sunk eight hours into a game that you're like you weren't interested in before and you're like hold on a minute this is fun yeah come are, on are they expensive they're so cheap man so you can basically go to these pc cafes for like a dollar an hour you get like maxed out specs on your pc and you can play almost like a ton of games are already pre-downloaded on there mm-hmm. and it's just such a good time because like you can get ramen you can get all these snacks hang out in there and just like, chill all day it's, it's social as fuck too and Believe it or not, there's also like chicks in there. Really? Like, it's eh? not just—it's not just like an absolute like <laughs> dude party. Sausage like there's fest, actually yeah. like hot girls there too. Like it's kind of like a social scene. You can just like go hang out there That's on cool. a Sunday. That's awesome. And you're not being a degenerate. You yeah, know? it's like it's like going to a bar almost, but like Korea yeah, version. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. This is like our whole interview wrapped into one answer, dude. You just touched on everything I want to talk to you about in Korea in one answer. And I am so fired up because yeah, I just want to elaborate on all of that, dude. There's a bunch of stuff that I think you guys are going to like. Like a lot of stuff that caught me right off guard. And yeah. I still think about it now that I'm back, you know. And yeah, I'm seeing yeah. so, the differences. Okay, so that's the thing. What are the cultural differences? Like, I what would, was the yeah. biggest thing where it, like, was like, whoa, you guys do that? Like, that's just, that would never happen at home. Well, there's some fun ones, and then there's some, like, more, like, core stuff. Okay, I, I want would, it all. I would say, like, the biggest cultural difference that becomes apparent really quick is their, like, emphasis on family and age and, like, sort of family dynamics. Like, there's the, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the 
Confucianism, yeah. which is kind of like, it's just like kind of, yeah, it's like a philosophical thing, but it's big in Asia and it's basically like you're supposed to, they place so much emphasis on like taking care of their grandparents and mm. like all this kind of stuff. Like there's a lot of different um, like social norms that have to do with age and mm. like status and they leak into like everything. So for example, um, there's a huge culture with after work you're supposed to go out for a meal with your coworkers. it's like a really big thing you kind of have to do it and there's a lot of drinking that comes along with it too come on but like but like what'll happen That's is like there's all these rules right like the the youngest person has to pour all the drinks and they have to hold their i don't know if there's gonna be video but they have to hold the drink like this yeah, and when they dr the youngest person when they drink they're supposed to look away from the older people and there's like all these little rituals and like norms going on at the table. When you cheers, if like six people cheers, the oldest person is supposed to have their glass the highest. And then it's supposed to like cascade down by age. That is so crazy. So that seems complex. Okay. It's yes, really it does. complex. So, here, so here's my question off that. With you obviously not looking the part over there. Right. When you go into a new group of people that you're having drinks with, do they expect you to know that? Well, there's it's it depends. When I first got to Korea, I lived outside of Seoul. Like I didn't live in like the big city. I lived in like a smaller town. And when I was there, that was when I really learned like a lot of the like cultural stuff because I wasn't hanging out with like a bunch of foreigners. I kept finding myself myself in these situations where I was with a bunch of Korean people. And I wouldn't say they expect me to do this stuff, but they'll tell me about it. And then, like, depending on the crowd, right? Yeah. So if I'm out for drinks with, like, two younger guys or something, yeah. not so much. But, like, there was, um, since where I lived when I first moved there, I was basically, like, the only white guy in the town. There might have been, like, two or three other guys. The One of them wow. was a guy I worked with, and he was busy all the time. Like, he didn't even really want to hang out with me. So I was kind of, like... I was just kind of trying to find my way. Like I was going to the gym. I wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. any Korean at that time. So I, you know, I was just trying to socialize. And these these groups of guys, like these older guys, like the gym owner and people from the town kept inviting me out for drinks and stuff. And so I'm out, I would be out for drinks with like seven or eight of these older dudes. They're like in their 40s and 50s. And they're all just like hooting and hollering and just being like what's you know in all broken english just like canada good you know like my <laughs> yeah. daughter went to vancouver one time yeah like, yeah hey you know i, I but, love uh, i love that when like people like try to relate to you you know yeah. <laughs> but, but it's such a reach it's like oh i'm from niagara oh i went to niagara once it's like yeah it's not yeah. relevant i've seen the falls yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like such a jackass because so many people have been to vancouver and i've never been so yeah, like me either. everyone's just like, oh, you must love Vancouver, and I'm like, yeah, sorry, nah. <laughs> I've never been, never yeah, been. I loved it when I saw a picture of it. So, so <laughs> what happens like, um, if you break these like weird social things? Does it be, you? Do people oh. just kind of gawk at you, or like, do people make a scene like type thing? Like, what happens? The thing is, is like, and I think one of the reasons that Korea was really enjoyable and like for me is that there wasn't a lot of pressure to like uphold to a lot of this stuff. Like okay. as much as I did try to participate as much as I could. And like, I actually learned a bunch of the language from that, like living in the smaller town. And like, I would try to adhere to stuff as much as I could. But that being said, if I didn't, it was just kind of like, whatever, like it would, it would draw a laugh or if anything, it would just be like, yeah, oh, like it's all right, buddy. Yeah. But, but if you're Korean and you start like fucking around, I think like it's a it's way different. bigger deal. It's different, yeah. Yeah, makes yeah, sense, yeah. right? That makes sense. That makes sense. So it's kind of a best of both worlds when you're there as like a foreigner, because it's like if you participate, then you're a it's hero, good, yeah, and yeah. Don't, and it's just like ah, it's all right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you kind of can't, you can't really lose. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, what's the biggest difference that you've noticed now living in both places between like Eastern culture and Western culture? Uh, one thing that I noticed, um, a lot when I first moved there was, like, there's a huge kind of, like, I don't want to say nationalism. It's got, like, kind of a negative connotation, but they're really proud of Korea. Yeah. And they yeah. can't wait to 
tell you about it and show you Korea. And it really made me think about how I, I feel like I'm not like that. Like, for example, when I'm in Niagara Falls, if I see, like, tourists, I'm not, yeah. like, going way out of my way to be like, look at this beautiful country we have. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, fuck. But them, it's totally, like, they just cannot wait to, like, if you look even a little bit lost on, like, a train platform, or they're going to be like, oh, my God, like, why don't I just walk you 30 minutes out of my way to make sure you get on this bus? And it's like, this is a guy I've never even met before, you know? Yeah, and he's doing, yeah. Yeah, and it, it honestly extends to just about, like, any situation you're in. Somebody will go really, really out of their way to try to, like, get whatever your problem is sorted out. Really? Which is nice, you know? It is nice, yeah. yeah. Now, okay, you being Canadian, living in a border city, you've gone to the states. Right. You've you've holidayed there. I'm sure at least been down there for extended period of time, and you've noticed the big difference between American and Canadian culture. And you know, it, like when you when you're you're somewhere in Canada and you hear people over apologizing right. or always saying sorry. Like you, I like to think of Canadians as friendly people, but like it's completely different over there. Like yeah, they almost I mean, take it that extra notch. I think so, and I think it's, and I've been told this by uh, Korean people a lot because I like to, in my opinion, they're super over the top friendly, but Hold on, Barker. I can't hear you for some reason. Yeah, I can't hear you either. Yeah. Oh, you you were just letting him go? <laughs> what? Yeah, I can't hear you. Yeah, can, at all. Can you hear me go? Yeah, I can hear you, Maz. I can't hear Barker at all. You were just letting him go. I was like, I was like, oh. Sorry. Well, I didn't know. Dude. Oh. I thought maybe you could hear him. Oh no. I, was, I don't know what to do. See, that's the thing with you. I thought I, I thought you could hear. I could. You could hear him. No, no, hmm. I can't hear him at all. Weird. What about? Just oh, there we no go. Headphone? Yeah. yeah, I got you. Boom. You're back. Uh, uh, we'll go headphoneless. All right. Um, all right. But what I was saying, yeah, was that like um, the friendliness amongst like Korean people might not be to that level of extent but definitely as somebody visiting the country or as somebody you know being there there was a lot of really nice treatment yeah they're good to yeah, they're good to, to tourists for sure and the the olympics was there actually um when i was there and i think that was another big like kind of world stage that they were on and i think in that moment too they they were also really feeling like oh this is a great opportunity to show people like how awesome Korea is and stuff, and I think they really like ran with it, kind of. Yeah, I totally. Yeah, oh, Barker, you might have to put your headphones on. Headphones on here. <laughs> I can, I can, I can hear myself. That's the only problem. I wonder why they weren't working, but they were working for like a bit, like the the whole time. How about now? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. Wow. You know? we, we got you, and this is good. We don't. We probably don't even have to edit this out. Um, yo, how's the beer? The beer's pretty good. Like, Come actually, on. similar to what they're similar to what we're doing here. Like, craft beer is starting to kind of like get involved. You know? Okay. All right. I've actually noticed since I got back that like craft beer has just exploded in Canada. Oh, it's huge! Like, yeah. Before it was already kind of big when I left, but now like if you show up somewhere with like Bud Light, people will just like laugh you out of the room. Like yeah, it's not it's even in the conversation anymore, you know? Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't get that here. Do you? Yeah, I do. You do? In Hamilton. Oh, see, Hamilton like, might be Hamilton, different. Hamilton, there's like nine different craft breweries alone. Yeah. Barker, I can't stand the shit, to be honest with you. Like the craft stuff? Yeah, dude, it all tastes gross. So maybe that speaks to me as a person. And like, as I soon as it. somebody starts telling me about how a beer is hopped, and stuff like you just lose I, it. I don't care yeah the, the, hop, the hop i don't have a taste for the hops either like the double no I they taste, taste like dick they, I'm just no, not interested, no one person i've ever met likes the hops no nobody no you know what i, I hate too a, well, oh sorry sorry but no you know what i hate too is the like the forums that they have have you ever been on like their forums like beer.com where they rate it 
It's so fucking pre- it's so pretentious and so hard to like. Yeah, it's like oh, it has a it has a smell of oak and like it swishes it's like, like wine now. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. I think it's wine. Basically, even that's too much. Even the wine is culture is too much. It is uh, a bit. Of, uh, but but to answer your like, question, go. Um, the the standard beer there is uh, they've got like their own stuff. Like there's one called Cass. There's one called Ob, and they're very like reminiscent of. Yeah, like a Canadian Molson. or a Budweiser, yeah. cheaper though. In in, oh, general, yeah? in general, booze is cheaper. So that was gonna be okay. So when you mentioned about going out to work with colleagues, would that not like is everyone paid decently over there? Because if you ate out and drank every night with people, like that might be taxing on some people's income. Well, for sure. And I would say, though, that actually the thing that's taxing is not actually the money situation, because usually the way that the the sort of culture works is that the boss is supposed to grab the bill. So if you oh, go out for oh. this company dinner, oh, shit, I'd be going every night or and yeah. And, and like so it's, it's his call. Like he'll say, like, we're going out tonight. So you kind of have to be there, but he's going to get the bill and he's going to buy all the booze. And it sounds good, but unfortunately, well, depending on what kind of person you are, if you don't want to be doing that every night, then it can kind of take a toll on you, right? And if the boss is like, we're getting another bottle of soju, we're getting another bottle of beer, and you're like, shit, I'm loaded. But like... Yeah, we got to cut this you out. You got to do yeah. it. Yeah. So, they, so, they, so, then, so they like, like to party down there, eh? They do, man. Like, I lived, I lived in a really funny area when I lived in Seoul because I didn't live in one of the party areas. Like... There's a couple little districts that are known for, like, the nightlife and the clubbing. And I lived in more of, like, the financial area and, like, the business district. And there's all these law offices and stuff. Mm-hmm. So around 8 or 9 o'clock, even, like, a bit later, around 9 or 10 o'clock, like, all these guys have gotten off work. They're all, like, in full suits. And they're just loaded at every single restaurant along the road. There's just tables <laughs> of, like... 15 guys in suits just screaming at each other like at the top of their lungs <laughs> and if you give it like two more hours they'll all be like literally like drunk on the street like just passed out that's crazy and, like they're gonna be at work tomorrow like you know they're gonna be there too. <laughs> <laughs> that's man see like i never pictured that i feel like 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 they just like from what i hear they just you know go to bed at eight and show up at work at eight in the morning and like know, they just get lit eh it's there's tons of tons of drinking and the soju is like not expensive. That's kind of like the the rice liquor thing. Yeah, They're is it lit? Drink. It's great. I mean, it tastes like awful. It it yeah. just tastes like it's like this weird twenty two percent alcohol. So it's not like a shot of liquor, but it's also not really sippable. Yeah. And there's all kinds of stuff you can do with it. We you can like drop it in a beer. You can like put a little beer bit of beer in a shot of one of those and. So and uh, you yeah, get drunk yeah. off. Um, See, like, listen, listen to this scenario. Like, what happens if you just hate the people you work with? That kind of that would kind of suck, right? Well, I think like um, I think like also you got to remember like a lot of the stuff is really competitive too. And I don't, I can't speak to this too much because I didn't work in like a big company or anything. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, like a lot of people are really educated. A lot of jobs are really competitive. So like then these companies are like, you know, I'm talking like this could be like this scenario I'm talking about. It could be like Samsung or something, you know, like it could be. Yep. So I think like a lot of times people will like endure this kind of stuff just because it's such a good position. And if it's not like, as if they choose to not go out and do that stuff from what I've heard, they get like totally like, looked uh, like looked over if there's like a promotion or they yeah. get kind of like vilified really? so the so yeah. the social aspect kind of goes into your work almost which is exactly. weird eh cuz it's kind of yeah. different from here right like i mean to an extent it's kind of like that but I would, yeah, I don't know if there's as much pressure here to like do that kind of stuff. Yeah, there really isn't. I've never isn't. really worked in a huge company in Canada either. I don't think I've ever but- really like gone out with my coworkers like I mean I, I have I have but like it's not like a regular thing you know what I'm saying yeah for sure for sure I went out with my coworkers on a Tuesday had to be at work at Wednesday and I lost my phone in a strip club 
Oh no! <laughs> right, that's a story for that's a story for another time. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, the one good thing about going out with your entire like team is that the next day, like you're all on the same boat. Like if your boss yeah. is the one feeding you drinks, yeah, then yeah you that's like, true, bro. Like we drank this much last night. Like give me a break, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything you've had a hard time finding? Like, is there anything you find you crave that you can't find here? The food, like every, yeah. I was trying to think of a dish to answer the question, but literally just the food is just a joke. Like I honestly, I could just talk to you for an hour without stopping. Yeah, so I'd every love it. Dish. I'd love it. Let's go into food. We can start with the soups because okay, this soup is my man. shit. I love. <laughs> yeah, you're I, a pho guy. I could eat pho, Barker, every day of the week, every meal. And I would be content and happy. Like, I love it. Like, yum. like, it? I just love Vietnamese soup. It's my shit. For sure. Now, but, I would actually say I actually prefer the Korean soups over the Vietnamese stuff, pho included. Really? But, but I'm not, like, I'm not saying pho's not good. No, 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 I got you. <laughs> Don't shoot. But there's just, um, there's these, like, stews that they do. They're, like, jjigae's, they're called. And kimchi is usually the heart of most of these oh, soups, right? And it really adds a ton of flavor to the broth. So you start there, and then there's a there's a few different meat ones. My favorite one is like a, uh, what even is it? It's called hangover soup, but the the main perk of it is this big piece of meat, like right on a bone. It's like the backbone oh, of something oh, of a pig, maybe. Buddy. Pig is probably the biggest meat that's yeah. like involved in the most stuff. And this this soup's just like it's just incredible. It's it's really spicy though too. Oh, now you got me, man. I've got a. I don't know. There's this one like, uh, some some people might know about this ramen because it's been kind of a thing on YouTube of people eating it. There's this super spicy ramen in Korea called bulldog bokumyeon, okay. and it's just like fire noodles, Ooh. and it's kind of one of those you know those mukbangs, which is also yes. a Korean. That's a Korean thing too. Mukbang means food room. Or eating no room. No way. I, I always yeah. pronounce it as mukbang. That's sure, well, the white. Like, that's the like white. Right? Yeah, right? PC yeah. bong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got you. So when I first got to when I first got to my apartment, like when I first got there, so I got off the plane, took the bus to this town, and I moved into this apartment that my boss was like putting up for me. And the guy who had lived there before left some shit in the apartment, like just a few things, and he left like a pack of that ramen that's super spicy ramen and he didn't mention that it was like super spicy obviously he was trying to like Fuck you know you. it's my first night there's one pack of ramen in the house and i've got like i got there really late it was like 11 p.m so i'm like looks like i'm eating this ramen right honest to god it was like painful this ramen it took it took me like a half an hour to finish it because once I had started, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna get this thing down." Yeah, you have and I to. I was just like, my eyes honestly felt like they were bleeding. Like it was, I was just like, "This isn't food." Like I was when like, "When you Why? go back, will you mail me some if I pay for it?" Oh, big time, man! Okay, time. Yeah, I, want I want some too, time. man. I want some too. But, yeah. I, but the thing is, though, honestly, is I never ate like really spicy food in before I went to Korea. But after I started eating it, like you do, kind of develop a taste for it. Like now, I could probably put a put a pack of the stuff back, and I'd still feel it, but like, it wouldn't. It wouldn't like, be as bad as the first time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess and I live near uh, an Asian grocery store, oh, and they have stuff in there. So send me like some. Uh, this is my going to be my question to you. Send me some like fire, real deal, holy field, instant ramens. Oh, like sure. I don't want Mr. Noodles. Like I want fire. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah, like good stuff. Good stuff. And I think you can get like a bunch of the Korean ones at those like Asian food markets. Yeah, I even, can't think of the name of it right now. Even in St. Catharines, I looked like one of the convenience stores randomly just had like a sign on the wall written in Korean that was like, "We have like Korean ramen here." And I was like, "No way!" So yeah, I was just walking by. I walked in and I said, "Hey," to the shop guy. I was like. Hey, buddy, like, I was just in Korea. Like, I didn't even buy anything. I just wanted to say hi. I've been wow. jonesing to, like, meet a Korean person in Canada to, like, speak Korean and, like, just, you know. But I'm in Fort Erie. Like, where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. <laughs> they speak, they speak Biranese in Fort Erie. <laughs> Yo, so, okay, is the Asian girl fetish real? Yeah. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I love it. I love I honestly, it. 
think that Korean girls are the most gorgeous girls in the entire world. I've decided. I've narrowed it down to that. Okay. Wow, damn. I, I believe you. I can't statement. say I, I, don't, I don't think I really know all that many Korean people. That's a Freudian in me, but I believe you. It's kind of like... It, they're honestly just they're just a good looking folk if if you if okay. I can say okay. I mean like you get on a subway car in Seoul and you're not gonna find like an ugly person on that subway car yeah. everybody's like in good shape like look you know looking healthy so, like, and there's just is a big thing over there too big time big time and actually the fa- fashion and makeup are pretty they're pretty like they're pretty much at like the forefront of what young people are into. That's fire. Like, I mean, guys are guys are wearing makeup there too. That's really? Weird. Yeah, that's yeah. Weird. I can see that. Like, especially especially in uh, the kind of like ritzier districts in Seoul, you'll see like guys with like, you know, hemmed like the sort of like short dress pants, like a really sure. nice like fitted oh, suit oh, with sure. like the hair, and then like just straight up like cover up, and like I've even seen like eyeliner and stuff. I definitely wow. anybody who's like performing on a stage, like K-pop or like even hip hop, they're definitely wearing makeup. Really? Mm-hmm. Which Just, is okay. Let's yeah, get into yeah, I, yeah. It's it's spilling over into Western culture. Like it's everywhere. it's ar- it's already spilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. For I mean, sure. I saw I saw that BTS was playing at the Staples. Center. Was it the Staples Center? Yeah, yeah. And apparently they sold it out like yeah. two nights in a row or something crazy. It's huge. BTS, like how is? Yeah. But like, do you know these these K-pop bands? Like, obviously, you lived there. Like, you must have immersed yourself in their music and everything. For sure, for sure. There, those those groups are everywhere. Like, they celebrate. For example, like in the subway station, if it's like they all have like eight members, these groups, right? If it's like one of the dudes' birthdays, they'll have like a massive poster as like an ad that's like "Happy birthday!" Like. Kim oh. Jae-bin or something hmm. and it's like just this huge face of the subway it's just his birthday that's the ad <laughs> and there's no product or anything hey can we get into this too so like I don't know if we'd really touched on this a lot but what's the nightlife like like going out to the bar with your buddies and like what kind of music are they playing what kind of what kind of places are you going like if you're going out on a Saturday night with your with your friends, like where's hands Drew down. Spear and Chris Gray taking you? Yeah, hands down, man. The best part and the thing I miss most about it is the nightlife. Like really, I had my Saturdays mapped out to a T. Basically, okay. Walk me through your Saturday. Get up, get one of these lovely soups that we've touched on. That's numero uno. Get one of yeah. those inside of you. You know yourself. That's my day, favorite right? thing to do for breakfast oh, is fuck. It's just so good. It kind of like yeah. clears you out a bit. Like it gets yes. here like, and 100%. you're just you're set. You, then we would go like there's the river that runs through the city that runs through Seoul and all along it there's these parks and basically like there's a these parks are all kind of set up and there's just like convenience stores and people just bring chicken and beer and just kind of like hang out along the river. It's kind of like a Saturday. It can be like a date type thing, but you can also just do it with a bunch of buddies. Yeah. So we post up there, get a couple of those in, get a couple of beers in there. That takes you to about five or six. Then you're going to head to one of the like nightlife areas. There's two big ones. There's Itaewon and Hongdae. Okay. Hongdae is like the more, there's like street dancing going on there. And it's more oh, it's like, lit, lit. it's lit. There's like, that's where like the big nightclubs are and like, all the fashion and the cool shit is there's yeah. that and then there's Itaewon which is like it used to be where the US army military base was set up so way back when the military base was there they set up this like foreigner community for like the Americans oh, so they shit. set up like sports bars and kind of like expats expat shit and now yeah. it's not that base anymore but that like culture has like lived on in that area so you can go there and like go to a sports bar, go to play pool or something. Could That's you, so cool. if you lived over there and wanted to watch NFL Sundays, could you do it? You, not really, because of the time difference. That's the problem. There's definitely a bar that would show that stuff, but like it would be happening in the middle of the night, right? Like two in the morning would be like, the start of a game. I was watching NBA games at like nine a.m. on my laptop, <laughs> like when the Raptors. Oh, that'd be okay on. though. Yeah, it was chill. Yeah, but it's not really like the what you the, want, like, right? Going out to a sports bar thing. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so like you could do that. And then this is where Korean barbecue comes into play. 
you always oh, baby. barbecue because it's the perfect drinking pre-going out meal because it's all meat and vegetables and barely any like carbs. Right. So you just kind of like load up on a bunch of meat. You get a bunch of pieces of beef. There was like an un- there's a bunch of unlimited ones you could do where you pay like a pretty low price. You're paying like fifteen to twenty bucks for unlimited Korean barbecue. And it's truly unlimited. Like it, you can really get it going. Wow. I wouldn't have any problem with it. You know, like you'd, you'd you, find a way to get through some beef. Are you getting hype in these clubs? Like, what kind of music are they playing? Are they playing rap? What are they playing? Are they playing K-pop or like what are they doing? Yeah, is it English music? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But like some of the some of the there's a bunch of different places, right? Like my favorite place was called Soap. It was a hip hop club, and they would have like Western rap. But then randomly, they would also have like dudes come on stage, like people and like perform just like, like, Korean would, like dude. club rap shit and Man. like korean rap all about really fast rapping like it's not oh, so much like okay shit. Like it's twist like, kind of like yeah, that yeah 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 spit your so it was hype. like i love <laughs> those places go i think we gotta take a trip to korea man yeah this man. sounds lit yeah. it, it, like honestly i honestly would suggest anybody take a trip to korea like it doesn't matter like what kind of stuff you're into you can really find something that you're gonna like i wanted to do i've always tried to convince jess that we need to do asia i've always wanted to go to japan and get like a big back tattoo by like some monk with bamboo (laughs) actually tattoos are illegal illegal in korea that's why i said i said japan but you can't have them you can have them, but it's just illegal to give them. And actually, in Japan, like, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, it's there tough. was stuff. Yeah, like, for I'm example, living a, I was I'm in, living a fantasy. I was in Tokyo, and I went to uh, one of the, like, bathhouse places, you know. the Yeah, yeah. And you weren't allowed to go if you had tattoos. Whoa. Like, they wouldn't let Whoa. you pass if you had, and I, that was, I was, like, really shocked, because I was, Do like. you have one, don't you? I don't. So I was. Well, off I thought the book. you did. No, but I I saw people in there who like I feel like they did. Like if if you're sneaky enough, you could kind of pull it off. But if you had like a huge like back piece or something, that <laughs> if you look right. like goat with a shirt off, then you're fucked. <laughs> it oh. would be challenging. But yeah. that, I mean, that's just like one tiny little uh, huh. thing. Actually, but, but like if I walked around with my tattoos, out, would I get looked at funny? Oh yeah, probably right. It's it's hard to say. I have friends who had tattoos that said yes, they did get looked at funny, but like I didn't like really notice it to be that big of a deal. Like tons of people do have tattoos. It's it's way not as big of a thing as it is like in the West. I mean like my mom has tattoos, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh totally. But like there I wouldn't I don't think a lot of like of that generation would have tattoos. It would be like people our age or younger. Mm. Sure. Actually, speaking of speaking of the bathhouse, there's kind of like a funny, another like weird culture thing. Um, there's these places called Jimjilbongs, and they're like spas, basically, like steam rooms, but you can sleep at them. So like if you go on oh. one of these huge nights out and you finish up at like four or five in the morning and you're like, you don't want to get a cab or you don't want to do whatever, you can pay like five bucks and you like take, go in this big public bathhouse and just like shower and stuff. And then you can just like they give you mats and you can like sleep on the floor and there's like no little way. pajamas and shit they give you. It's like six bucks, and it's super chill. That sounds like a good time. Right. It's actually Yo. a good time. One time I woke up with some fucking guy with his arm wrapped around me. So I was like, after that I was like, wait, are these things like gay or something? And then like it turns out you got to be like a little bit careful. Like that was just me being like totally like newbie to Korea. Just like, Oh, I'm just going to like waltz around in here. You know, that's <laughs> crazy. They're pretty, they're I would have, I would have fucked me up. Uncle's got his <laughs> arm wrapped around me. <laughs> it was pretty weird. <laughs> that is weird. Yo. So I kind of want to talk about like, so you went there to teach, right? That's, that's yeah, like the yeah. whole, the whole reason you went there. So like, what was like something that you like really had a challenge with, with teaching there? Like I know, like obviously, there's gonna be like the like the language barrier, but like, was there anything else that you kind of found that was tough? Yeah. Oh, what? Well, the one thing that's the thing that's kind of weird about it. So I'll give you a bit of the the deets. Like basically, what I was teaching at, and what a lot of people teach at, they're these private schools called Hogwans, and they're kind of like Hogwarts. Hogwans. <laughs> I heard Hogwarts. <laughs> so it's it's a big castle. <laughs> um, no, and basically, what happens is. The kids go to school all day, 
and then they go to like three or four of these private schools after school and that's when they come in contact with me so like oh. these kids are at school from like 8 to sometimes 9 or 10 p.m. Holy shit. Which right off the hammer, that's like kind of something that didn't mesh that well with me because I felt really bad. Like I'd be in a class, like my hours were 1 to 9, right? So I'd be Whoa. in a class. Yeah, it's all afternoon. So like I'd be in a class at like 7 o'clock and kids are literally like falling asleep. And I'm they're like in grade 5. And oh, I'm just like, fair. it sucks. Cause yeah, like, it does suck. You know, like on one hand like it's just not my call like i'm not i'm this is like it's bigger than me you know it's yeah their yeah. parents have signed them up like they're supposed to be there the boss is like just teach the lesson like as if they were awake and i'm like all right guys like you know like i'm trying to be like a little bit fun but kids are obvious they don't want to be there at, at eight o'clock on a tuesday night right Mm-hmm. No, they want to be playing Y basketball. Yeah. That's the thing. Or and I couldn't believe it, bro. Like, I would come in on a Monday and I'd be like, what'd you guys do this weekend? Like, surely you guys, like, must have done something, you know, and they're always like, oh, I did homework. Like, I went to the museum. Like, some of these kids just, like, don't seem to have fun ever. Yeah. So Which then where really does the shitty. nightlife come from? It's probably comes. Well, I mean- like that's after right yeah <laughs> that's after so you that. gotta grind as a kid there's no see, messing around see this is what th- this is where i think the the night this is just my opinion but this is where i think the nightlife comes into play is like they're you know all they do is study their whole childhood so when they're adults they just let loose right it's kind of like Big time, yeah. it's kind of like kids that have like strict parents i find when they have strict parents as soon as they get to university they just go wild right and i think maybe that's kind of sure. like the equivalent that's just an opinion of mine but I, no i think and i think it I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, there's this, there's a test that they have to do when they get to high school and the results that they get on that test basically dictate what kind of schools they're going to be able to get into, what kind of jobs they're going to be able to get. It's one test. A lot of pressure, man. And yeah, kids, it has, they have like the highest suicide rate um, amongst like people in that age category in the world. And it's like kind of not a surprising thing when you, when you realize that, you know, Imagine, imagine when we were in Lakeshore. Oh man! If no. we had to take a test that would have no. dictated our whole like, yeah. bro, I probably wouldn't have even showed up. I'd be a janitor. <laughs> like, I'd be a janitor. Parker, man. my favorite memory of you: we had a business class together. Oh, with DePaulo. The Mister DePaulo. <laughs> it, it that class was like me, you, Joe and Klima, Morga, Anthony Pasiro. Like it was a bunch All of kids that should not have been in an academic business <laughs> class. And it was first thing in the morning. So we would yeah. all pull in like 20 minutes late. Right off the either grade 12 or 12B. And it was <laughs> yeah. just past the point of caring. He ha- I think he hated teaching us realistically. Oh, probably. I think so too. Would you like yeah. teaching you? In no. Gr- <laughs> no. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. Yeah. there's there's that and the the one other challenge of the teaching and I mean don't get me wrong like I loved teaching there like these are the negative things of it but also there's tons of really good times you know sure. yeah, yeah, with yeah. the kids and like it is a lot of fun but another thing that kind of sucks is that it's a business right so like the parents are like paying and like they ha- they're being promised results so like the whole mm. thing is kind of a huge lie. Like we do these report cards and stuff, but like it's all just to like make them feel like their kids learning. Like all, literally the and they're so straightforward. Like the the way that they like communicate in the workplace is so like you know how like here we always kind of like beat around the bush a little bit. There's a lot of like well just this and they're just yeah. like you have you have to make that kids you have to lie on that report card like you have to make that up like we basically just make it so that all the kids are always improving no matter what yeah, yeah. really it's yeah. really bad we still just say to their parents like oh yeah like they're doing great because like wonderful. if we say they're too bad they're just gonna say oh we'll just try somewhere else then clearly it's not working there so oh shit you know? oh so you need the kids to be there so they just want their they, yeah they just, it's totally just for money they just, want to be, they just want to be, the parents just want to be validated that their kid's learning basically is all they want. Right. And yeah. if they see like, if they see a little project or something with a big 100 on the top and they're like, oh my God, like little Jimmy's we're the, genius. Yeah. We're the greatest parents ever. Yeah. What are some common names over there? Like Korean names or like they're American. Yeah. Or do they go by American names? At the school they do. And it's hilarious, bro. Like 
because <laughs> it's just the names do not fit the kid. Like you're looking at this like tiny little kid with like straight across bangs and these huge glasses, and his name's like Frank. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't look this kid in the eye and call him Frank. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so they just pick a name. They just pick a name. Usually their parents pick it. Sometimes like the kids pick it and they pick like Hanzo or like they pick like a video <laughs> game name. Oh, yeah. Hanzo, we, yeah, yeah. And we just go with it if like if the parents are happy with it, then we're like whatever. Like I had a kid called Batman, and I had come to on every day. Batman, like sit down. Hey, what's and, up, like, Batman? And if How I was your night? Korean name, he just wouldn't. He was like, no. Nah. He's like, I'm Batman. That's like, funny because like if I took like a French class. French class, I wouldn't be like Jacques in that class. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, why do they we do that? French names. Yeah. I think they do it too because um, they they all kind of pick like an American name around that age because when they get like if they travel, like if you meet a Korean person traveling, they probably will introduce themselves as like Jack. You know, they're not going to be like some guy coming up to you and be like, "Hey, my name's Batman. What up, bro?" <laughs> never changed it <laughs> where's the batmobile dude <laughs> what are you doing yeah so that's another thing like uh movies and stuff do they have all the same movies like can you you have access to all that like yeah, movie theaters the, are they playing like the movies that they're playing here like avengers is just massive there especially amongst the kids like oh yeah they love it they, they play those in the theaters and like they have korean subtitles but like they listen to it in english audio like at and the I movie thought- theater yeah, and oh, okay. I thought it was cool because kids will, like, go to see the movies. And I feel like when I was a kid, I wouldn't have watched a movie in a different language. Yeah, no, with- yeah. Oh, yeah, imagine going to the movie no. theater and watching, like, Superbad in Korean with English subtitles at a movie theater. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be such a weird experience. <laughs> now I really love that. Super yeah, bad me is. too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Oh. I'm sure it exists somewhere. Yeah, they just dubbed Bring over. Bring like, condom, <laughs> Evan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, another thing so I want... You can access... No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh, no problem. Another thing I wanted to touch on was like... Because um, this interests me a lot. Um, is there any like animosity with like North Korea that you noticed? Or like any talk of North Korea? Like, it, Is there any yeah. like kind of North Korea like vibes there? Or anything like... Like did it come up at all? It's It's definitely not as big of a thing as you'd think it'd be considering they're South Korea. Yeah. Like before I went there, I was like, Oh, this is like going to be a big thing. Like, I mean, it's right there. Mm -hmm. And actually when I originally went there, it was like the most tense it's been. It was when like Trump and was kind of in talks with Kim Jong-un and there was like the missile thing. What was it called? They had like that missile defense yeah, system in it South Korea. Japan or something. That, exactly yeah. that. So it was like, I was kind of like, I remember everybody was like, oh, it's kind of a weird time to go to Korea when yeah. I was like, yeah. first going out, and I was like, fuck it is. But this is when it's all like, you know, set up. That's why your flight was so cheap. And realized, that, yeah, <laughs> and realized it wasn't a big deal at all. Actually, I've got a funny, like, something funny happened really early on that made me realize that no one gives a shit. There's, like, there's like alarms that go off, and they can be for, like, an earthquake warning, or, like, they could be for, like, if there was ever, like, a missile or, like, a nuke or something, this alarm would go off. And I was, like, I was teaching in the class, and all of a sudden, like, this was, like, in my first week, this really loud alarm started, like, going off, and, like my phone was like and like all this shit was happening and i was literally like oh my god like it the thing's happening and stuff and all i was like freaking out i like went out of the class and i was like yeah i would have too to do? i was like should i like tell the kids to like go to their desks like i'm just like and all the kids were like laughing and stuff they were all like doing this pig nose and pretending to be kim jong-un they were like oh like, <laughs> like they, they were not scared at all they literally didn't give a fuck and after like 10 minutes it stopped and they were just like oh yeah that happens sometimes like it's not a big deal and i was like what like i literally was like, like oh to jump out the fucking window i was like bro <laughs> shit so do they like do, do they ever talk about it do they ever chirp it like like how they how they make jokes and stuff like uh, do they hate like, north korea like do they, is there like a some kind of the the current political party that his like platform is to try to like unify Korea a bit. Oh, so bring like, them together. To some extent. Yeah. Pardon? Sorry, go. It should be, I think, to some extent. Yeah, like, like they th- should at least be on better terms. Yeah, I think his whole thing is they're trying to get on better terms, and like, 
I think if you asked most people, they'd say, like, sure, like, if we join the Koreas, that would be great. You know, I don't think people are really, they're not angry at North Korean people. Maybe they don't like, you know, the government of North Korea. I don't think many people do, but. It's just crazy you know. how, how close they are and how extremely different it is. You know I, went, I, mean? I went right to the border. Eh? Yeah. I was going to ask, did you do like, did you step on the North Korean side? And it was pretty cool. Like you go with like the U.S. military. They like drive you down there and like they're like military jeep things. And you just like get out and you can see the soldiers, the North Korean soldiers. They're right there. And you just like walk up to them and like you can kind of like wave and shit. Like it made me laugh because I was like, bro, all these soldiers see all day long is just buses of fucking people pulling up and just being like, look, like, look at them. Look how crazy they <laughs> are. Yeah. They just have to stand there like all day with these guns, like, and they're just like guarding the border or whatever. But it's pretty. Actually, my listen to this. You'll like this goat. My yeah, my, me, brother. my buddy uh, is dating a North Korean girl. Whoa! Come on. Yeah. They have internet. Up North. Well, this is what happened. If you have money, you can leave North Korea. Like. Really? Oh. So her dad was rich, and basically, what you do is you just pay off whoever the guy is. Wait, how are you rich in North Korea? Isn't it like yeah? Um, that's a good question. Like, I didn't get a chance to like totally ask her like all the details. But what she told me was like her dad had money, and he paid when she was young to like get on this boat alone, not with her family, like like with other people, but not like her dad, and. You go to China first, and then you have they like take you through China, and then they take you to South Korea. And then once you're in Korea, you're basically like they won't try to come get you or anything. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. you're like you're off the hook. And then she just grew up in South Korea by herself. Well, I mean, she, I, she must have had like a grandma. Like I said, I don't have the full deets. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. She, she was just like, and she was part of this thing where it was like people who had done that, or they were from North Korea, or they were refugees. The program was to like learn English because there's a bunch of people in Korea too. There's also like people from Indonesia and like different countries that come to Korea for work Um, and they sign up for this stuff to like learn English. And my buddy was just one of the people teaching English and he like started chatting up this North Korean girl and we were like, dude, she's North Korean. (laughs) Like (laughs) have to go for it. Like it's literally like when is that ever going to happen? Never. Yeah. No, but but she was just born. She was basically just born there, and then yeah. So she, was, she still like was raised in South Korea. Like she doesn't have any recollection of North Korea or anything, probably, right? No, like, no. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Yeah. But I, so, it, but it's it's not. You know, it's still pretty. Loose, it's still cool. Though. It's still cool as hell for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, you weren't gone for that long, but what was like a weird thing like when you came back to Canada? Like something? Did you feel different when you came back, or? Did you see yeah. things differently, anything like that? or? You know, like, it's kind of... Being back hasn't been that good, <laughs> to be honest. Really? Like, it's, oh, It's okay. been all right. Like, the the good stuff has obviously been, like, family, friends, you know? But it's just kind of like... It's just kind of a weird transitional thing, right? Because you come back, and then you're just like, all right, now what am I going to start doing right away, right? Because mm-hmm. you've kind of left... Over the last two years, I've, like, made connections, like made like work connections not just personal stuff and you're kind of like building up this stuff you're doing travel and then you just come back and all of a sudden you're like oh shit like now i don't really have that kind of stuff here yeah and life wouldn't wait for you here do you know what i mean absolutely and that's true like a lot of people have moved over you know here and there and everywhere so it's kind of just like it takes a bit of time to even just like kind of figure like where is everybody? Where am I going to be at? Like, and I'm, it's only been, I've only been back for a couple of months. Right. So I'm still kind of doing that right now. Yeah. Mm. I would have never thought of that. That's crazy. Yeah. And I am actually planning on going back. Um, yeah. Cause I just, but for how long? Like, who knows, man? Yeah. Like the contracts are a year, but if I can get a, if I can get something really good going, like I can see myself doing it for at least a couple more years and then like I, I do I really have realized I like teaching and enjoy doing it so you know grad school's not necessarily out of the picture either for teaching and stuff but wow. so yeah I'm still kind of piecing so, that together so answer me this can you picture right. yourself living in South Korea big time yeah for the rest, the of, your rest life. of your life 
rest of your life is kind of a big one, right? Yeah. I can yeah. see myself living there for definitely a couple more years, and then I'd probably have to. But like of the countries I've been to in my life, it's the one that I would want to live in the most, and like mm. that's including the states. That's including anywhere in Europe. Um, Canada, obviously, like I love Canada. Yeah. Canada's number one. But if I had to, yeah, like yeah, yeah. else, it would, it would definitely be Korea. Cool, man. That's did, interesting. Did you expect to like it this much? Not at all. No? In fact, like I was so close to not even going. Like really. Well, it was just I really like. I really just kind of threw it together. Like it wasn't something, it wasn't like my dream had always been to go to Korea or anything. It literally just like, I had a contact through this agency that got me a job in England way back. And they messaged me right when I finished at Brock and they were like, there's tons of teaching opportunities in Korea, you should go. And then like two months later, I was like on the plane. But like before I got on it, I was tripping out because there was a few oh. reasons. One of them was that I, I didn't know this, but you have to do a drug test right when you get there. Like right when you get there, like in the first week, the, your boss like drives you to this drug test. And like, as you may know, weed stays in your system for like kind of a long time. Yeah. If you don't. So before I went, I was like reading all this shit online. I'm like drinking cranberry juice. Like every day. I'm trying to like flush everything out. I was sketching because I was like, how shitty is it going to be if I get all the way there? Yeah. Like, my, and, and they're like, oh, you have to like go home. Like it would be the most shameful yeah. home. My parents would be like, like, are you kidding me? Yeah, right are you now? shitting me? Yeah. You know what I mean? So for that reason, I was like, oh my God. Actually, you want to hear a wild story? Yes. Like, this is the platform for it. All right. My coworker. So he was even a bigger, you know, not that I'm like some kind of crazy stoner, but he was even a bigger smoker than I was before he went. And he didn't know until he got to Korea that they were going to do a drug test. So he hadn't taken any of the like, you know, measures to try to flush himself out beforehand. So he's in the van with who later ended up being my boss too. Like, and he's pretty chill, this guy, but he's super straight edge our boss. Like he's definitely never even like looked at a drug and they're in the van. And apparently he said to him, he was like, Hey, like, just tell me right now, like, have you like smoked pot or anything recently? And he was like, honestly, like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm really freaking out. Like, what are we going to do for this drug test? And he was like, we're going to like switch the piss with my piss. That's amazing. They were Googling like, will, like, will it be like, cause he's like an old Korean man. And this guy's like a like young Canadian dude. And he, they're like Googling, like, will they be able to tell the difference and shit? apparently it worked nice. like they did it he like went and pissed into like the little like Come pee room on. The hospital, right and then there's like a walk from like the pee room to like the counter where you give it like there's not like a security guard or anything like they're kind of just taking your word for it yeah and so like he like sw- they just like switched it out like movies shit and they pulled it off and they didn't get caught and he didn't wow. tell that story until I had worked with him for a year because he was like, oh, I didn't want to throw the like boss under the bus just in case I ended up being a rat or something. Right. right? So we're like, we're like finished it with that place, like moving on. And he's like, oh, by the way, this happened. And I was like, oh my God, it turns <laughs> out our boss was like a straight up G the whole yeah, time. I thought, so where guy. Now I have so much respect for him. I'm like, he's oh. like he, I'm, imagine just having someone look at you and be like, all right, we're going to swap piss now. <laughs> like, I don't like, think, okay, no, no, we're going to do this, but it's going to be my urine. I, do I don't think I've ever had a boss that awesome. I know. That's, this guy, like, he so didn't wear it either. Like he so like, wasn't like, okay. Yeah, I'm cool. You know, like he just, yeah. So now that, so now, so now hearing that story, it really makes me think like, does this guy, does he get students from Canada all the time? Like, because yeah. this could be the, he could have done this a million times. He, he, he seemed like he probably had done it before. I specifically remember him asking me in the van that question, but I was too, like, scared to tell the truth. So I just lied because I was like. I'm just going with like hopefully it's gonna oh. just. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Maybe, I thought maybe he would have just turned the van right around if I would have said yes. That's what I. That, that's where I thought the story was going. I thought you were gonna say, "Okay, you're fired," and then he got back on the plane and left or something. Well, that uh, would have been. You know what I mean? It's just like. Yeah, that's such a so cool. Right? That's a really cool story. I think I would have lied. 
Yeah. I would have pulled him out, Barker, and just said no. No, I would have told the truth straight up. Because cause if it was in your system, you're fucked now, right? Yeah, but I didn't know if I was fucked. You know, like, you don't, I don't know. There was, there was a better chance that I could just not fail than, like, in my head, which was going to be an auto fail by telling the truth. Like, to yeah. me, that was just going to be a sure yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess, like, if you're in, if you're in this situation, I'd probably just do the same thing you did, to be honest. But no, it was good. It was good like that. They were that that boss was actually hit her um, his wife. My boss was actually pretty hot. Both my bosses were gorgeous. My uh, my my second boss at my my second place was single the whole time, and like we thought for sure that she was like trying to like pick us up. Like the guys, there was four of us that worked there. And we all had it in our heads that like we were the one individually. That <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It became this like competition that like at the end of the year contract, like who's gonna sail off into the sunset with her type. Of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't quite work out that way, unfortunately. But oh. you know, if I go back, you never know. That's if it. we're not if we're not coworkers, you know, the relationship a different dynamic. Fair game, bro. Fair game. That's right. Great. Oh, go. You got anything else for Mr. Matt Barker here? Or? Yeah, one. Um, I, I watch a lot of, um, like travel and food shows and I know this sounds corny, but like Anthony Bourdain or like Eddie Huang, um, people who go, there's another chef I can't, he's, I think he's, he's of Asian descent, but anyways, he always travels Asia and the big thing is like soups and, and all their different kind of stuff. But when he went into some of these more remote places, like that was the first white guy they've ever seen for sure do you think like did you ever run into that situation like yeah were they like touching your hair and your beard and stuff because it's different than what they're used to actually i'm glad you asked that question because um for sure that literally that happened to me 100 percent, and it was really interesting like like i said when i was a smaller town right and like every time i walked into a restaurant people would be like, oh, my God, like, you're here, you know? It was kind of fun because anytime I went anywhere, people were like, oh, you got to come in the back. You got to, like, you got to try this soup, you know? Like, this yeah, is yeah, grandma's yeah, yeah, recipe yeah. type thing. And you just, I was walking, I was. What? I can't tell if Maz is talking to me or if he's Maz, what the fuck is going on? What's up, buddy? Are we lagging? Sorry, what's up? What's up, Maz? Good. Why, What? Well, I don't know. We just heard you talk to some random dude in the oh, middle of Parker talking. That's not good because I, I just turned off my mic. How is that possible? Anyways, continue. Sorry. But, uh, Jesus yeah, no, Christ. That, that kind of thing absolutely did happen. Like, car, like a few times, like, people would actually just ask to take pictures with me. Really? Yeah. Especially at the school. Just because like, you're the white guy. Yeah, especially. They would just be like, oh, let's get a picture of our kid with this white guy. And then it'll look like he's like learn in English or something. I don't know, man. There's That's there's so crazy. much of Korea is about appearances and stuff. And so, like okay. for better or worse, like it, they live or die by appearances in Korea. Like and it, it it all comes around with like the style and the makeup and like you know, there you don't want to I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like I'm just talking shit. That's no, 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 no. <laughs> um now th so being an English teacher and maybe having a certain allure to you that you're different than them. Do you think like that helped the school you taught at? Like was it like some of these people now where they're creating like teaching Instagrams? Like did you have to do all that kind of stuff to keep up a certain sort of appearance? Um yeah, like our school definitely had an Instagram profile and like we would we would do parties and stuff and like we took a lot of pictures and like I said like they would we would do like little assignments and stuff and they would have to take it home and it, it would largely be for show. Yeah. Um, and I had a I had buddies who did even more of that kind of stuff like they would do I didn't do this but they would do field trips and stuff and they would have to like take the kids places and like go with them and they would be like completely useless on the trip because they can't actually get the kids to like be organized but it would be more that they'd right. be there for like an appearance type thing right. Right, that mom and dad had to sign the slip, give the extra money. I got you. Exactly. I got you. Wow. So it's all propaganda. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the they actually um they they passed a law that the kids can't be at these schools past ten o'clock p.m. because like 
Some of them, especially... What time does school start? Like, their their actual school is, like, pretty much the same hours as ours, but then they go to, like, all these extra schools, right? So they were going being at school till 10 o'clock, going home, going to bed, waking up, going to school. Pretty much, especially the kids who were, like, there's special, like, academies that are specifically for studying for that one big test, and wow. those ones will run, like, now they... But they still get around it, even though it's illegal. But, like, they'll, especially the weeks leading up to the test, like, they'll be there, like, every night, just, like, grinding it out. And then they're also, like, randomly going to, like, Piano Academy, too. <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll like be like, one oh, day what, a week? What kind of academies do you go to? And they'll be like, oh, English, math, science. But then they do, like, coding, too. They have, like, coding academies, like, uh, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually just saw this crazy stat on it. I'm going to butcher it, but roughly it's like every year, and it was based on the states, but the states only has 50,000 engineers graduate, where China alone, so you can compare this, I guess, to other like Asian countries, has over like 450,000 kids graduating in engineering. No shit, eh? Yeah, so I mean, if you think just about like just Asia in general, right? I mean, I guess we're generalizing and everything, but right, that just means that there's a ton of kids learning to code, backdoor engineering, and yeah, it's yeah. fucking wild. They're well educated kids, you know, like absolutely for you know, and it, there are there is some sacrifices, but honestly, I actually after seeing like how their education is, I was kind of like, damn, we actually could step it up a little bit over here. Yeah, like, does it make you feel like, guilty for like showing up to class like half an over? We have like we had like such fun childhoods. Like let's face yeah. it, like, we all played organized sports. We all did yeah. all this fun shit, and now we have like a bunch of really great memories and stuff. But these kids are literally learning two languages minimum. They're like coding. They're like they're learning a ton of shit. They all play an instrument, you know. Hmm. It just uh, boils down to like the culture, diff- the cultural differences. Yes, yeah. obviously. That's yeah, there's wild. perks. There's perks to both kind of ways i suppose finding like a balance would probably somewhere in the middle like i think they're probably doing it too hard and we might be we might be too lax out of it <laughs> yeah yeah like these countries are like this is a little bit political but these countries are passing us and a lot of things like china's passing us and you know infrastructure and their subway and their transit system and i bet you korea is doing the same i bet you like did it feel like more futuristic when you were there i don't know how to actually what the right word i'm looking for is but did it feel like more advanced while you were there almost yeah especially like they've got um they've got really organized like transportation with like trains same within japan like they're like miles ahead of us in that kind of stuff i mean we can't seem to get like a new i think they've been trying to extend the subway in toronto for like eight years like yeah they're running into like no dude (laughs) I lived in Toronto. Jesse, how long ago did oh, I live in man. Toronto? Like five years ago? Four. Jesse is saying four years ago. And that's when they were like supposedly almost uh, getting ready to unveil like the that like Eglinton line. But right. that's never worked out. Man, I want to show you like it's going to be kind of hard to see on this video. But like just to show you like for scale how big the subway is in Seoul. Can you see this phone screen right now? Or is it just way too bright? Oh, it's way too bright. Oh, Wait. there. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Shit. And yeah. it, it looks like it would be really complicated, but it's like it just works. It's always on yeah. time. Like there's buses that are always on time, like to the second. Like if the bus is like one minute late, people are like, "Holy shit! Like what's going on?" Have you have you really? ever took have you ever dealt with the TTC? Not like not for like work or anything. Okay, I've no. I was just I was just gonna say like is it it's it's obviously much better in Korea, right? Is it better in Korea? Like yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. It's really yeah. good. Um, that kind of looked like when I was in England, when I was in England, uh, their true. subway, their subway maps and all that shit was lit. Actually, like you needed a, a PhD to look at it. Yeah. I thought so too, yeah. but you needed a PhD to decode it. <laughs> Figure out um, Barker, that's all I got. dog. Yeah. I mean, just to wrap it up, I suppose, like, I think I've touched on everything I wanted to. There's a ton of good stuff. Like if anybody's going to Korea, hit me up, like, cause I've only even been able to really like. There's so many things I didn't even get to mention. Like, there's yeah. the karaoke that's so good. There's all the themed cafes with, like, pets and shit. Like, there's just tons of interesting stuff to do. You can honestly cool. spend weeks there. Because I know that you guys were saying uh, maybe you were going to take a trip or something there at some point. Yeah. And if you do, 
I would love to because yeah, we gotta hit you up. Like the, I said, uh, I, what? Well, this is gonna come out obviously a little later, but then probably like this is gonna come out end of December. So when you're back over there in feb- February, we can probably do this again. We can try to figure out something with the time change. I don't mind staying cool. up, staying up a little later, and we can touch base with you because when you get back over there, it's gonna refresh memories and Big and. You'll be able to focus on little things like those cafes, and we'd love to have you back, dude. Yeah, yeah always, this was man. so fun. Man. Always a pleasure. We're gonna dude. send you back with a podcast with goat hats, so you can take pictures wearing it over there. Oh, for sure. And by the way, can I just say those hats are awesome? Yeah, thanks, sick. dog. We'll get you. Yeah. A hat. We'll get you a hat. Cool. Um, but thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing about Korea. Um, yeah, sure. And like, I'm dead serious when I say like we're gonna have you back on in a few months. That'd be fucking rad. That's awesome, man. This was fun. Thanks for having me, buddy. Uh, no, yeah. no problem, dude. All right. See you, boys. Thanks, everyone. See you, buddy.